Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. In all four Gospels are recorded in numerous occasions when Jesus said, follow me. Jesus invites his followers to spend time with him, to learn from him, and to follow his ways. And that's the journey we'll be taking together through this Lenten season. I'm so glad you've joined me. Well, hey, everyone. It's Ash Wednesday. This is officially the first day of the Lenten season. We already know Lent's 40 days long, and for those of you who do the math, just remember that Sundays are not included in that count of 40 days. Each Sunday of Lent is like a mini celebration that leads to the big celebration of Easter Sunday. I highly encourage you to commit ga- to mi- commit to gathering with other believers every single Sunday so that you can worship and learn and celebrate Jesus with others. But back to Ash Wednesday. Now, if you grew up in a liturgical church tradition, you know all about the ashes, but some of us are totally confused. This was not the tradition of my youth, but I've learned about it over the last several years. You have, may have noticed people walking around with smudged foreheads. Typically, an Ash Wednesday church service features a ritual in which a priest or a pastor places ashes on your forehead, usually in the shape of a cross. And traditionally, you're not supposed to wash it off, but leave it there until it wears off by itself. Thus, the people walking around with smudges on their foreheads. The ashes are a symbol of our grief over our sins and the division that that sin creates between us and a holy God. Now, keep in mind, this is not a grief without hope, right? For we do this on Ash Wednesday, knowing full well that Easter is coming. Ash Wednesday is not mentioned in the Bible, and we're not commanded to do the ash thing. However, the practice of grieving over sin and repenting is indeed very biblical. I think of Daniel. Remember him? He was living in exile in Babylon, and in chapter 9 of his book, he writes, Then I turned my face to the Lord God, seeking him by prayer and pleas for mercy with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession, saying, O Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments, we have sinned and done wrong and acted wickedly and rebelled, turning aside from your commandments and rules. Do you hear Daniel's repentance? Do you hear his cry? And he did that as he fasted, as he sat in sackcloth, and as he covered himself in ashes. So what Ash Wednesday is, is that it's this day of fasting, it's a day of repentance, and it's the day that starts the whole Lenten fast. Now, we as believers, we're free to observe this day or not, to receive ashes or not, to fast or not. So what's the benefit of doing any of this? Well, I think personally, it's a way for me to intentionally push, push pause in my day in, day out hustle. I can choose to slow down for 10 minutes or 30, maybe even an hour or two, and just let myself remember who I am, that I am indeed a sinner, and remember who God is, that he is indeed holy and set apart. So this is what I've done to prepare for today. And you can easily do this today as well. I sat in my chair, I put my head down, and I invited the Spirit to search my heart. Remember Psalm 139, 23 and 24 that we prayed Monday? Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And as I sat there, I said sorry. I said sorry for the lack of patience with my kids. I said sorry that I allowed fear to keep me from connecting with someone. I said sorry that I chose to be selfish in a moment when the opportunity to show selflessness was right before me. And in each one of those sorries, I'm reminded that I absolutely cannot fix myself. I cannot do better tomorrow just by trying harder. I will always fail and I will always fall short. And that's the grief that Ash Wednesday represents. 
That's the grief Daniel and countless followers of God have felt for centuries. But don't let the moment stop there. Because the next thing I did was to look up. I'm remembering Psalm 121, 1 and 2, where it says, I lift my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord. And so in our grief over sin and our grief over our failure, in the ashes we have hope. For God knows exactly who we are, and he knows that we need help. And you know what he's done? He has so graciously, so generously, so powerfully given us that help. From the ashes of Ash Wednesday, we look up and we see the miracle of Easter Sunday. Our help, it comes from the Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining me in my chair today. If you'd like to share something with me about your own Lenten journey, you can find me at Sarah, with an H, at whoisgrace.com. If you've been encouraged, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And for more resources from Grace Church, visit whoisgrace.com forward slash read.